so we are uh, on our way to upstate New York. Is this Ooh. considered upstate? Livingston Manor? We're Anything like, that's outside the city is upstate. Is upstate? That's what I thought too. Like how everything outside Chicago is downstate? Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Upstate. Yeah, so uh, Carlita, Williams, and I hanging out. Hanging out on the road. On the road. I wish yeah, I could help you drive, Rich, but, uh, but I can't. Because so. you don't have a driver's license. I don't have a driver's license. You, you don't have a driver's license. You can't drive, you can't swim, and you can't ride a bike. Look, you know, I got plenty of other great skills. Charming <laughs> personality, okay? It's very true. And, uh, yeah, that's what I really have to offer here. But, uh, and I can season my food, so that makes one of us. <laughs> Before we t- tell that story, <laughs> like, uh... We're listening to the new Beyonce album, Renaissance. What do you think? I really liked it. We're going from the beginning. We started like halfway through at some of the some of the jams that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. You've been listening to this like nonstop for a while, right? I've been listening to this nonstop. It's like, yeah, no, this is a great album. At first, it took me a while to get into it. I was not about it, but my roommate convinced me, and now it is the only thing on the rotation right now. Really. That the new Kendrick album, but that one is pretty heavy, like you were saying. Yeah, like I, I want this like this uh, traveling time. You know, we've been on the road for like an hour already. I wanted to get out of the city before uh, we started recording. It's been like a irritable <laughs> morning. Oh yeah, it's what been, like, Okay, so I, I was bartending last night during a Buffalo Bills game because they opened the season Thursday night. Wild. And they wild won. time. They won. They crushed the LA Rams. And I had a 6 a.m. flight to New York. And we have to be where we're going. Carlita's my plus one. Shout out. <laughs> to, to Joe Anhalt's wedding. I like Joe. We gotta we gotta like be at a certain place at 5.30. And if I didn't get on the 6 a.m. flight, then the only other like flights will get in at like 3 p.m. and we wouldn't be able to make it. So it's like I need to hit this 6 a.m. flight. So my plan is to just go to the airport and then just like sleep at the airport and set an alarm. And that way, I, like I'll be able to make it. Right. And how did that go? So I got to the airport at like 1:30, and then so I'm like looking to go into the security, like the you know the checkpoint. And they say it doesn't open until 3.45. I meant to tell you that. When you told me this plan, I meant to tell you that... <laughs> I told this plan to so many people. Why didn't people tell me about it? I this? actually knew the answer to that. But you sounded confident. <laughs> you sounded really confident. And the airport definitely has times that it closes and opens. And I only know that... I didn't know that. I thought it was like 24-7. I absolutely should have told you. I knew the... I'm so sorry I knew that. So then I'm so tired. Because like <laughs> yesterday too. Because I'm trying to get stuff done before... You know, I have to go on this, or like, I get to go on this trip. So I'm up, I was up at like 6 a.m. yesterday, and I didn't take a nap at all. Didn't have time for a nap. Rage. It was just like all day. So I'm so, and then I'm physically just exhausted from the the game and working. So I'm like, so I, I tried sleeping under an escalator. So I'm, I'm so... I was looking at all the spots. Uh, I was like, this looks like a good spot. It's a little bit more secluded. So I just got to sleep for like maybe two and a half hours. Okay. So. Oh, you did sleep. Okay. Well, 
It was so uncomfortable. It's so cold there. Yes, the airport is very cold. Why is it so cold? So, literally one time I, the airport, I guess the airport we were trying to go to, like, there was like a storm or something, and then they sent us to Baltimore, but they were like, actually, the Baltimore airport is closed overnight, so we're gonna go to like, oh no, we were supposed to go to Jersey, Jersey was closed, so then we had to go to Baltimore, and I was wearing a crop top, and I was just like freezing, and like, yeah. it was the first time I'd ever like checked a bag, so I was like, great, all my stuff is in a bag somewhere else. Oh. And we were stuck in Baltimore yeah. airport. I don't know why they're so cold. I would have loved like a blanket or like just even like a thin jacket. Yeah. Um, so it was so cold. So I'm like I'm like sleeping like this, like like King Tut, and like uh, um, finally the checkpoint opens, and it's like 3:50. I was surprised how many people there were, were there. And so we're all there at this. Uh, then I'm thinking like. You know, once I get through security, then I can just, like, take a nap before the flight. Right, how'd that go? I didn't. I didn't nap. I didn't, like, sleep at all. I just sat. And, I, you know, because there's so many people there, and then, like, no one's laying down. I don't know why everybody looks so energized or, like, so alive at that point. Uh, so I just brought my computer out. <laughs> I started, I was rendering some videos. Um, on the flight... I feel like I slept and I dozed off enough uh -huh. on the flight. But it's then, only like an hour and a half though, or like two hours. That's like one of the best flights is Chicago to New York. It's so quick. It's so quick. You probably spend more time traveling to the airport really than you do on the fucking flight. Yeah. Yeah. But then, then like, so we're renting this car. The process, I had to go on two shuttle buses to get to the place to yeah. rent the car. And, you know, just, like, mentally going through... This, and we talked about this uh, earlier today, or in the car, before we started recording. It's like how our brains, we hate logistics and all the, like, planning and all that stuff. Yeah, that really... I'm really glad it was you, not me. I was thinking that, too. I'm like, man, Carlita's got it so easy right now. Like, I'm just here for the She's just here. She's here for the fun. She shows up. I brought my little shoes. I brought my party shoes. Yeah. Uh, and, and then, you know, when you're, like, renting the car, there's all these, like, fees and, and taxes. All these little things. And I'm like, what? It's like, <laughs> you need to hire a lawyer just to, like go through the uh, the like contract of renting a car literally. and it like stresses me out so much I'm the opposite I'm literally just like look tell me how much money I can pay you so I can leave this place you that's, that's basically I what literally, I did I said just give me a number please just, let me yeah leave. yeah whatever sign it <laughs> and that's how lawyers that's the thing about lawyers is like they make everything more complicated than it needs to be so that you then have to hire a lawyer, pay a lawyer to figure it out. Yep. The world is not that complicated. We shouldn't... This stuff shouldn't be this complicated. Yeah. Anyways, then driving through, like, Queens and Brooklyn... And then you got to wait for me. <laughs> so sorry. Props on the, the sandwich, the bagel sandwich. I figured, you're like, at least if I was going to be really late, like, the best I could do was, like, make sure we got a good sandwich. And in the Americano. Look, uh, I, look, I brought a coffee, I brought him a sandwich, and now he forgot about the fact that I was really late. <laughs> but I was actually packed, which is pretty yeah, much never happens. Yeah, it's crucial. And that's only because my friend was at my house yesterday and was like, look, pack your bag. 
folded all my stuff for me and put it in the bag and I was like, yes. Yeah. Because uh, every trip, okay. So you talked about how you do trip, like how you did your trip. Yeah. This is how I do every trip. First okay. of all, I only take early morning flights, okay? So Like like that early? Like 6 Like 6. Because I always want to get where I'm going in the morning. I'm not going to pay for an extra hotel to get there at night so I can do nothing. Yeah. I want to be there. I usually do like uh, 8 or 9 or 10 around there. I want it at, I want it between 6 and 8. I want it early. Like okay. one of the first ones out. Um, so I thought I'm going to Puerto Rico in October. Very excited about this. Um, oh, that'd be cool. Um, for a wedding. Now, I like to get there at 6 a.m. I mean, get there. I like to like leave my house at, you know, 4. I want to be at the airport. I don't look. I don't need. I go to the airport often. I don't need to be two hours sleep? early. Like, do you go to sleep earlier? Rich, then, I don't start like... packing until midnight, okay? So, <laughs> like, I usually at midnight will be like, oh, God, do I have underwear? And, like, <laughs> can't find any of my stuff. Uh, so then I'll start. I do this every trip. This is part of the, like, Carlita special where I do the same chaotic thing every time and it always works out fine, okay? I'll start packing at, like, 11 o'clock and I'm like, hey, guys, I can't go out tonight. I have to pack, okay? Okay, fine, just one. So I'll go out for, like, two or three drinks, right? And then um, I come home and I'm like, all right, let's do this. And then I start putting things in my little pile and then I fall asleep on the floor next to the pile. Again, I do this every time, okay? fall asleep next to the pile and then I wake up because I'm like you cannot leave this spot until you put everything in the bag so then I just sleep there in the spot okay now it is 4 a.m. and I have to wake up so I can leave the house at 5 o'clock see but then like when you wake up like, do you feel just like horrible for some particular reason one hour worth of stress is a lot better than like four days worth of stress to me I'd rather be very stressed for one hour than four days I'm like what am I gonna wear I only have one hour to figure it out. I better put something in this bag and get on the get get in the get on the plane. But you were like texting me photos of like, what do you think about this dress? God, well, that? this was very stressful. Again, I don't know these people like that. So this 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 wedding is gonna be like a GQ, like a like a magazine worth of like, or one of those like quarterly. It's gonna be like a quarterly magazine. Where and Rich is like, like, I only beautiful. have one. Rich is like, I only have blue. I only wear the color blue. What are you wearing? I only have black. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Oh, fun fact. So, like, uh, this the suit that I'm wearing, uh -huh. I've never actually worn before. See, this is the See, this I is got the thing, it. Rich. I got it in 20, 2018 in Bangkok. We were there. I was there with some friends. And we got hustled into buying these suits. Uh -huh. There was this, like, elaborate tuk-tuk scheme where we went to... We went to this oh, temple. Yeah, so we went to this temple, and you know, then like these guys gave us this Ryland tuk tuk, and they're like, "Oh, are you? What's a tuk tuk? It's like one of those bicycle things." Yes, yeah, got it. Yeah, and um, and so like he's talking about this sale, and we've heard like going into Thailand that like you know you can get some like really nice suits. Okay. So we brought us to this place, and then. One thing led to another, and then we ended up buying these suits. And then afterwards, we you like followed a guy to a place. got drinks. We we were in this like street in Bangkok, where like uh, a lot of like street food, and it's kind of like the backpacking hub of, of like Asia. And then we're like, wait a minute, we're like putting the pieces together of like all the stories that were being told and what guys told us. We're like, oh my god, we got hustled. That's so funny. 
They were really good. So but you have to get hustle. So, but it looks to. right, and it actually looks great. So what's the hustle? We thought we were getting like the highest quality of like threads and silks. So you thought that a man on a bike, a tuk tuk. I'm sorry. Yeah. You thought the man on a tuk tuk in Bangkok uh-huh. was just like the guy that knew all about the best, highest quality. <laughs> it sounds like you got yourself rich. It doesn't sound like he did any hustling. <laughs> like you hustled. We yourself. allowed ourselves to. Uh, I, they were pros. Pros, pros. They were good. But anyways, I got this. Uh, were they wearing nice clothes? The at the place they were, yeah. Well, they anyway, measured it's us. Too, it's, it's custom fitted. It's like yeah. So at a time, why not? So instead of having like a like a two three thousand dollar suit, we have like I paid four hundred dollars for a really nice suit. Honestly, it doesn't sound like you got hustled at all. It sounds like he gave you a great deal on a nice suit. I don't know. There's some I don't know. But it does sound chicanery. What's that? Anyways, but yeah, this is the first time I'm wearing that suit. So okay, I'm excited. but I it's black. To... It's black because I don't wear black. Why didn't you do that? I only other wear suits? like a few colors. I have a navy blue one, but like you should have worn the navy blue one, Rich. No, because we're supposed to be like earth tones or well, like black is not an earth tone. Well, he said it on the website. He said black suits on the website or something. You should have gone blue. I wish I knew blue was a choice. I would have told you to wear blue. It's okay. It doesn't matter because you have black. Actually, I don't think it's as like fitted or as nice as. Okay. Okay. You're gonna look cute in your suit. Yeah. Um, Gorgeous. <laughs> I literally, like, nothing I own has anything. I'm an earth tones kind of girl. You are. You, you're really good about that. Even now, we got olive on. Yeah. But, like, all, I was so stressed trying to pick out something to wear because, again, I don't know these people like that. I can, cannot imagine there's gonna be a lot of all black girls here. So, I, you know, I, think, I, need to, I think you're gonna corner the market on that. I'm stressed. And I really need to like have a dazzling fit because you're gonna be like, who is this woman? Okay. So you're someone who like you walk into a room and you're like, I'm here. That's so. like what we're. That's like usually it. But I'm not trying to walk into a room and they're like, I'm here. Okay, and like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, and right. Yeah, we don't want that. Um, so I just uh, went to Macy's and I panicked. I don't like department stores. I'm very overwhelmed by department stores. I get really stressed out shopping. I get very over, like very stressed out. So I just bought everything. Okay. I put everything in a cart, threw it all in the bag. I also don't like to try things on at the store. I was wearing overalls, I was wearing high tops. I'm not taking all that off, putting it on, take, yeah. buy all the clothes, take them to my house, probably forget about them in the closet, okay? Like a normal person. But you keep the receipts, right? So it's like- Yeah, so I hide the, yeah. the receipts in the closet too. So now I have a closet full of clothes and receipts. Nice. Uh, but no, these were like, again, expensive. So I'm actually gonna return them. Um, oh my god, I was at Macy's and this lady in front of me who was holding up the line was upset because she couldn't return the shirt that she was current, like actively wearing. Like, she, <laughs> she was in the sweater. She said, well, I want to return it. And the guy was like, well, where's the receipt? She was like, well, I don't have the receipt. She's like, it's the same as that one over there. She's like, but you're wearing the shirt. <laughs> like it was like under, like her, she was wearing a purse over it. Like she was wearing it. <laughs> The guy was like, I cannot let you return this. And he was trying to be nice. He was like, yeah, you know, like, after COVID. I'm like, but no, really, like, in what year can you return like, a shirt that you're currently wearing? What's your plan for after you return the shirt that you have Oh, it was like on? a sweater. It was like, she, okay. want, she didn't oh, okay. want that sweater anymore. Okay. But the guy was like, literally, no. Like, that's not ever been allowed. She was like, well, I've done it before. He's like, I don't think that's true. <laughs> like, that was pretty good. 
your thingy falls when it gets when it bumps. Yeah. I rec- I use this uh, when I was on the tractor when I was uh, in the field. Okay. But then you know the you're really hitting some bumps and you know. I think it's so funny that you're a farm boy. I just like I've never seen that side of you. I kind of want to come to the farm with you. You should. You have an open invitation, standing invitation. That's just like such a fun life that I've never thought of. I've never, yeah. I know nothing about it. And I don't picture you to be a nature boy. That's what people don't, uh, very don't realize topic. about me is that like, I'm a, I'm a country boy. That is like mind blown. I don't yeah. know any country folk. Yeah. Except like Southern country folk and that's different. <laughs> yeah, that's different. Uh, but also kind of similar too. There's like this attitude. This is, this is something I've noticed a lot recently. Just like thinking about life. Oh, we should adjust it again. It looks oh. like. You want me to just hold it with my hands and cradle it? Like <laughs> Philippe, we were at uh, Garcia's. I love Garcia's, my favorite. And uh, which? Oh, the other one's gone. The little one's gone. Yeah. So Brandon and I. Do you remember Brandon? He used to work in the kitchen. Ovali. What's his last name? Oval. No. Okay. Well, anyways, Felipe like recorded like handheld an episode. Uh-huh. Anyways, uh, what was I saying? Are you were at Garcia's. Well, this is something I've noticed lately. Is like my country boy side of me is coming out a lot more, <laughs> and it's kind of like this like just attitude. Like you grew up in the country, and it's, it's just like I'm talking about release your job, release your stress. I pretend like she doesn't like she's releasing her job. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Country boy. She, she's so stressed out about her job. Yeah, she's she like. Should give, she's like. Yeah. She's been in the same job since she was fourteen. Like, she's, she's like eight. She's doing the same thing. Beyonce has this great skill of being like, yes, girl, get rid of your job, get rid of your man. But like, my girl's out here thrive, alive and thriving with a man and a job. So she's just trying to tell us to. What are your thoughts on Beyonce overall? Um, I like, I told you, I don't think she's a real person. I think she's, um, a robot. I think she's, I've never, she's like, she doesn't have a, she avoids the public eye in a way where if, like, they had replaced Beyonce with a Beyonce 2, I don't think anyone would know, you know? She could be. You said too, like, she, uh... She doesn't like participate in pop culture, but then all of her songs, she's like knows all this pop culture. It is so strange to like. She kind of does it. I don't. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, she's not an active participant in like the daily ongoings of of, of culture. However, yeah. an album comes out and everyone's just like, "Well, Beyonce's life now, I guess." And I'm like, "Where have you been for years?" She's so is that, that's is that her writing her writing team or I, maybe that's whoever it. writes the songs? Because Beyonce's not writing it. Maybe that's very. She's an entertainer. I feel about her the same way I feel about Michael Jackson. Great entertainers. Yeah. Like highly skilled. They're not writing the music by themselves. They're and performers. Um, they're, performers. they're performers, and that's a, that's a good and separate skill. Because many yeah. people are talented yeah. performers with no talent. Like are talent skilled performers with no actual talent. But you can perform, right? Right. Like you, you know what that looks like a good like um the weekend the worst voice i've ever heard in my life actually i heard he's not a great performer either That's what they say. so bad example bad example but someone who is it really puts on a show but isn't really like you know the best 
Beyonce and Michael Jackson are talented. She, she has she has like an X factor, and Michael Jackson had this X factor too. Right. Like it's like above stardom. Yes, but it isn't the art of music writing or music create not creating that art. She's not putting her feelings and like. Well, I mean, yes, but like. She's not writing her intimate experience, yeah. reflection in life, yeah. the way like say a Kendrick Lamar would in his music, exactly. right? And like so, there's a competition in Chicago where literally, I think it's when you're maybe like middle school age, uh-huh. and you um, you do it. You start in school, and there's like a comp, like a contest or a competition, and you just recite other people's poetry. Like you, there's a website, oh, so you, okay, and it's kind of like that, like. It's a skill to write poetry, but it's also a skill to deliver it. Yeah, yeah. And those are different skills. It's ideal when you're both, but I'm sure someone could be... I'm really good at delivering things and ideas. I mean, I have my own hilarious, wonderful idea. <laughs> but it's a separate skill to be able to... And some people are funny with no delivery. Yeah. Those people are also, like, a different person. I don't know. I think it's yeah. interesting. So, yeah, Beyonce and Michael Jackson have delivery skill they are given the art somebody gives them the art that's already been made and they just package it and send it out they do it better than like you could say that too when i when i think about like say a a Katy perry or ariana grande or like they're pop stars yeah who like perform but what we're talking about with like beyonce is like levels above that who i often like to talk about people like to compare in my family people compare michael jackson and prince and i say they're very incomparable because Prince was such an artist. Yeah. Like, his thing, he's incredible to watch because, like, his thought process and his music making is so, like, so much more than most people can do. Yeah. So that's what you're watching him for. It's not, I mean, I'm sure he put on a great show. I've never seen it. I'm sure it was great, but, like, it wouldn't have been as just, like, breathtaking and bedazzled as, you know, Michael Jackson show. And especially if you had no idea what Prince, like, put into the music, you wouldn't really... I, I bet yeah. it wouldn't be as like it, like insane. But once you know what he did in the music, you're like, oh shit! Like he really did all of that. So it's like, yeah. I, so we're talking about like popular. What is popular, but what is also artistic, and mm-hmm. if you're able to blend it too, then you can really crush it. And yeah. And yeah. Beyonce has the right team of people who are artistic, and she yeah. is the brand. Yeah. Packages it up. What do you think about Drake? <laughs> um, Drake is another person who. Drake's team's a little more annoying than Beyonce's team. Probably a lot more annoying. They're both like, they're. It's almost like they hire a bunch of like teenagers and twenty somethings and say, "Okay, <laughs> go get me all the hip lingo." Yeah. Go like every little. And it's funny you say that because Drake's album came out right before Beyonce's, and everyone was like, Drake's album came out, and then one week later, everyone was like, "Well." Sorry, Drake. Uh, we don't want to listen to your album anymore. We'll listen yeah. to Beyonce. And they're both... Um, they both have uh, notes of, like, uh, like dance hall kind of, uh, like, kind of Caribbean beats, like, um, Ballroom, which is kind of like, well, in this album, like, in, like, the queer community, like, that kind of music, too. Uh but those are just like they, they're both like I mean that's what pop artists do they keep up with popular trends so it's not strange that they're doing it right it's yeah. just I, I feel something about Drake feels inauthentic and even though Beyonce isn't either 
she's more respected in a way where yeah. no one's paying attention to it. I like I look at Drake and I'm like, how can how can people not see how like inauthentic all this like but seems to be? That, but that's but he's a pop artist and that's what pop artists do, so I can't be mad at him. Okay. Like a pop artist keeps up with popular trends and because he's not playing a role of like I'm an artist. Right? Yeah, we're assigning. He's like roles. he knows exactly what he is. Yeah. Plays that role. We're like, oh, Drake's a rapper. Drake does this. Drake does that. Drake does literally every album we found that Drake does literally whatever he wants, and they're good songs. It's just we've always, you know, I still want you to be the rapper from the last album. I want you to be this from the last album. He's not pushing boundaries, artistic boundaries. He's not pushing artistic boundaries. He's but we're not the expecting him to. He's pushing the boundaries of what we, what we want him to do. We all have an expectation of what, like, 2009 Drake, you remember, like, rapping with Nicki Minaj and, yeah. um, you know, fresh off, fresh out the wheelchair from, uh, Degrassi, and, did you ever see him on Degrassi? Uh, no, I can't say that. Do you know that he was on Degrassi? I do know that, that's, yeah. It's a very dramatic episode, he gets shot in the back, and well, anyway, uh, he's in a wheelchair for the rest of the series, that's why they call him Wheelchair Jimmy. Is that, is that, uh culturally if one plays like a disabled person in a wheelchair but they're an able-bodied person is that today is that like a faux pas is that looked upon badly or? i don't know because it um so i guess the, the problem is that that's it was part of the show that he like it was an important point in the show that he was shot so it's like you can't unshoot a person who's already disabled. Yeah, like, yeah, you're right, <laughs> they yeah. couldn't play a standing person. <laughs> so I guess the only kind of like when somebody gets pregnant, and they have to put it in the show. Oh, if somebody got is injured, there a, there's a word for that? No, but you know what I'm saying. Like yeah, yeah, for sure. But like you couldn't like somebody can't get injured and like paralyzed, and then you're like, okay, well let's pretend that like yeah. you know. So then he just was in the wheelchair for the rest of the series. Anyway, um, fresh off of that, he was a rapper, and I feel like now he's rapping. He's doing it all, which is just too much, but... Well, like, was he doing most of his stuff before, and then he got popular, so then he was able to, like, put a team more around him, or...? I guess... It's just, like, why would he not if people are going to keep buying the music? It's kind yeah. of my thing. But then you can produce more music yeah. if you have more people helping you out. Yeah. And now he's reaching... He's, he has a fan base and he's reaching them and again it's inauthentic it's a team just like Beyonce but she's just more re- well respected over time we can listen to the Drake album next yeah I'd rather know this it's you, you said you didn't want to listen to this one but I respect Beyonce more than I do Drake <laughs> dear lord well we'll have to try you know, one of my favorite uh, Beyonce albums was uh What's the one with Halo on it? Oh, God. It was, like, really intimate. It was, like, really, uh... That song is super Not annoying. the song. I didn't really like the song, but that album was really good. Uh, is it the one with, uh... With I think it's, like, Seven Something, or... Uh, oh, that one I do not like. That's not for me. Do you like the album that has, uh... Not Single Ladies. Uh, Crazy in Love. Is it that album? No, that well, that one was a good one. That's a good. That album. was a really good. That was that her first solo one. Crazy in Love might have been. Maybe she's had music 
for a long time. You know how I like to compare it to, too? I mean, not compare it, but just who oh, I think is interesting. Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill and her are both, like, kind of started-ish around the same time. I don't really know the logistics of time. Um, okay. But Lauren Hill was, like, part of the group, like Beyonce was. And Lauren Hill's group was successful. And then Lauren Hill had a solo record, and then that was just yeah. the only one. And I was like, imagine if she had kept making records. So she's not like Beyonce in that sense. That, I know, but they yeah. had the same start. Yeah. Like, she could have kept going. A lot of, I, I guess a lot of artists or performers have a similar start like that, where they're younger, and then they're in a group, and then they branch out. Yeah. I guess it's part of the, like, music industry machine in a way, too. What would your boy band be called? Fantastic question. Uh, wow, the trees are already changing up here. I gotta get back upstate, like. Oh yeah, yeah. We were looking at this. This is. If I knew how to like take this out and like yeah. put it back, I would. I would do a little. Tour. It's a hilly. It's more hilly too now. Uh -huh. This is beautiful. Yeah. So yeah, I gotta come back right out here. Much. This is. Where are we? Look at this. Look at that body of water in the hills. Okay, I'm gonna do it. Wait, can I flip it or no? It doesn't flip. Oh. Nope, it doesn't flip. I tried. Um, I want to come up here, go to the cideries. So Joe and I and Kylie, we went to uh, the Dia Museum. I can't remember what town it's. Oh, it's in Beacon. Beacon, yeah. And I saw, I saw kind of like this kind of stuff. Wow, look at that view. It's so nice. Are you gonna try to take a picture? No, I'm trying to like, figure out it. the directions. <laughs> My aunt does that. She'll just like pull out her camera. <laughs> I forgot, this must have been a long time ago, but she like pulled out her digital camera and we're like on like the edge of a cliff and she's like, oh, <laughs> and we're like, what are you doing with that? <laughs> we're, going, we're about to go on another bridge, I think. Uh, going on a bridge, Charlie. What bridge were we on when we, that big one? That was like, oh, it feels like a bridge. I do not know. Any of the bridges here, I don't know any of the bodies of water. Every day is a every day is a winding road. <laughs> <laughs> I just and never just, know what's going on. Take it. Uh, Virgo's groove. This is a Beyonce would be a freaking Virgo too. She seems like she would be a Virgo. What is what is the characteristic? I don't of know, a Virgo? but there's something about Virgos that Leo's just. You're a Leo. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. What are you? Capricorn. <laughs> what? We're still friends. You're a Capricorn? Yeah. Let me out. Um, <laughs> you want to get out? Yeah. Go go hitchhike back to New York. Good luck finding your way around. <laughs> um, that's so funny. I didn't know that. Oh, uh, honestly, it all it doesn't all make sense, but lots many. Mm -hmm. It makes okay. sense though, doesn't it? So in my family, I'm sure I've told you this. In my family, oh yes, we're on a bridge. Beautiful. This is nice. Everyone in my everyone's ex-husband in my family is a Capricorn. My dad's a Capricorn. My grandpa's a Capricorn. What would you define as the characteristics of a Capricorn? The Capricorns that I know are very Capricorn men are very different than Capricorn women. Capricorn men that I know are very um like very rigid, very bossy. Okay. Um, mostly like rigid. It's kind of the thing where there has to be a. I, I feel it like has to be I, routine and their routine has to go their way. I feel like we discussed a little bit of this before. Like, I feel like I do have some rigidity mm. to myself that I'm like, I have to constantly 
be aware of and like know, like be more open. Be, you know what I mean? Right. And I can't say that like Leos are not like that. I personally not because the ADHD fully overwhelms any part of that that I would have had. Mm. Leos have like you know they need things done their way as well. Um, this is why Leos and Virgos don't get well. I decided. Out of all like zodiac signs, Virgo is the one that I most commonly am always in a fight with. So wait, so Virgos what? Leos and Virgos are always extremely strong opinions about exactly how they want things done. So that makes sense. And it's always just just completely different routes to get to the same end. Like, we're always arguing and then at the end of the conversation I'm like, wait, are we arguing the same thing? But I just didn't like the way you said it. Like it just it didn't make sense the way you said it. It feels like Leos. This is neither good or bad, but like, they're like the star of the show. They're uh, like, yes. they're like, yeah. Fully, that is the... So are Virgos kind of like that, but then they just have a different way to go about it? No, Virgos are not the star of the show. Virgos are very much like the... The, cool uh... Being like the right-hand person. They're they're like the, uh, Kelly Rowland to Beyonce. They're the behind-the-scenes, yeah. like, here's how we're making sure that this is the whole point. And so it's, but then the, like, Leo's like, no, the this Leo's is what we're doing. Shut up. Yeah. And dance behind me. Literally that. <laughs> um, did you hear that Je uh, Jennifer Lopez is a Leo and she kicked out all the Virgos out of her show? Really? That like, is. She had a bunch of like Virgo dancers and she's like, actually, you can all leave. <laughs> I can, I can totally like picture her saying that with her voice and like. That was the moment when I was like, it really is a Leo Virgo thing. Like I. Every Virgo I know, I've always wanted to get in a fight with, and Man, I don't fight. We're really driving through the mountains here. Yeah, it's fun. I should, re I should record some of it for you, so you can have it for some later. Some B-roll. Yeah. Do it horizontal. Oh, though. the. I'm more of a horizontal guy than a vertical guy. I don't want to know about your little dirty XFA. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my this song is very good, though. This is fun. I've never driven. I feel like we're on that zoo. Scary though. Except it's like real rocks. <laughs> Don't like this. Good thing this car has nice brakes. Let's test them out. We have them. Yeah, it's well, like nice. We got that orange and the the autumn colors. I honestly like. So there's actually a map online that you can look up, and it shows you like color changing in New York. So you like no, cause like it's what is week two of September right now, yeah. and um, wow, these are this is such a weird road. Do you think they intentionally plan their wedding this time because they believe the the colors would be changing? I would, cause that's oh, it's gonna be beautiful. So as like a earth tone type of person, not type of person, but the colors that you wear this feeds my soul. The fall is like your jam. The fall is everything. I like everything about fall. I like Fall's my fall favorite food. Season. I like how I look, how my skin looks next to the changing trees. I love every single thing about the fall. It's just I like how, uh, see, summer. So, like, my clothes I can wear almost year round except summer. So then I have to get like a whole new wardrobe for summer. I don't like that. I fully agree. Fall, heard that. I can bring my wardrobe back and I feel most like myself, you know? Yeah. But then every year I forget what to wear and I'm like, wait, what was I wearing again? And, it's... and then I'm like, gotta hope that like last year's shorts are the same shorts from this year. It's a hard life. How, 
What's the oldest piece of clothing? Oh, I asked you this before. The oldest piece of clothing that you own? I had to replace a lot of my summer stuff. Um, when I went to Miami, I went to Miami in April, and I was like, I really don't have any like, st I wouldn't say stylish, but just like non-worn out. Because the other summer clothes I had were from 2015 that I used to wear. And in Miami, they always wear white. White Ew. is like this... Uh, <laughs> Awful. Because otherwise, if you wear like a darker color, it gets even hotter. Yeah, I feel that. You want a random hot dog from that guy over there? <laughs> Whoa, this is, we're high up right now. <laughs> I wish I could capture exactly how high this is, but I can't. Wow. It's pretty cool up here. We're about to go on another bridge, too. Go on a bridge? Yeah, we're up there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Woo! We're up there. I'm afraid of heights. Well, I'm afraid of heights. I mean, no, but I'm not enjoying this. <laughs> you are or aren't? I'm not. I mean, I'm enjoying it on this side of the road. So if you're, well, you are a passenger right now. Do you feel more stressed being in like a mountain and these twisty turns when yes. you're not driving? Like you're not in control in a way? I don't want to be in control at all. Yeah. Uh, I'd much rather you be in control, Rich. You seem to have this handled. Well, I'm a Capricorn, so I'm in control. <laughs> He's a Capricorn, so he's got it handled. We went we went on Joe's bachelor party, we went to uh, Page, Arizona, which is like in the desert, and we're going through like Utah and these canyons and I was I was pretty nervous in the passenger seat, like going winding through all these rock formations. Yeah, no, it's not for me. I'm um what the more this? uh what kind of intersection is this? <laughs> they don't teach me this in driver. Well, this bridge. We're on a bridge. Oh. Um. What did I tell you? The more that I'm looking at this like backdrop, the more I'm upset that my nails are like lavender. Yeah, you really didn't. Uh, Shut up, Rich. And you're. You knew we were supposed to wear earth tones. Rich, you have black and white. You're not gonna talk to me about earth tones <laughs> in that tone. If at least my suit was listed as appropriate. White. Earth tone? <laughs> he, well, on Joe's website, for the wedding, there's like recommended attire. And it was like earth tones. And then like on the like main day. Are we leaving New York? What's happening? Or were we outside of New York just now? I don't know. I thought we went through we're, Pennsylvania. I think we were in New Jersey. Oh. What does this say? So we're entering New York. We're entering New York. Okay, I guess we left. Welcome back. All these, these like, uh, northeast states, they're all, like, They're all above the under. And, yeah. I used to think Small. that all of New York was the top. I thought that Maine was New York. I thought that the whole... Top. Yeah, it's like all one. It's so funny when you talk to people that are from other regions in this country and they just have no idea, like, people are like, so what's in the Midwest? Like you mean like North Dakota? And I'm like, not really. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about cows Midwest, not Buffalo's Midwest. Buffalo. Yeah. There's the scenic Buffalo part, and then there's the like cornfields and cows part. Right. I think geography is one of the most underrated skills a person can have. Really? Yeah. Alright, take me to get my nails done. Draw me off and then you pick me up. What's the likelihood there's gonna be like 
a nail boutique place in like upstate New York like this. The women out here don't do nails? Actually, this probably is pretty like touristy. I tried yesterday, but I was so busy buying eight dresses of fucking Macy's. Where is a Macy's here? We're like, where, what Macy's? Do you go to like one? The on, flagship. Do you, go to, do you go to Times Square? The flagship, like the one where the Macy's Day Parade is, like the big one. I was just there like, great, I'm going to die at this store. And then after an hour of being at the store, looking through every stupid department for a dress, turns out there was a whole floor of dresses above me that I didn't know. So after being in the store for an hour, losing my mind, I got upstairs. How big is this store? It's like five floors. It's very, it takes up the whole block. It's a whole city block. Whoa. It is a, such a big What street is that? It's on 30, it's in Herald Square. It's on 34th. So yeah, where you see like the Macy's Day windows, the Macy's Day parade, yeah. all of that stuff is this Macy's. Why did you decide on Macy's of all the other options? I went to every other little dumb store, Zara, you know, H&M, where normal people go shopping. But everything right now is not, Earth Tone is not in right now. Oh. So I had to go to like more of like, it's a store that's a little less hit. And the Earth Tones that are in are like, like, um, like cream. Cream is really popular, but I can't wear white. It's after Labor Day. Because we're going to a wedding. That too. <laughs> <laughs> it's very faux pas. Uh, so yeah, I had to go to like a, a store with a bigger selection because like really hot, not even neon, but like very bold colors are in right now at like Zara and H&M. Okay. So yeah. And a lot of like floral print. I still brought floral print dresses and one of the dresses I brought is still a little bright, but it's, you know, it's gonna have to do rich. It's gonna have to do. So how many dresses did you bring? I brought five. <laughs> and how, how many days are we here? There's three, but I got nervous and... But Sunday's supposed to be casual. I'm gonna wear the same thing Sunday as I am tonight. Okay. It'll, I should've brought cuts, my... It cuts back on my packing if I'm flying, you know? Oh, like, definitely. I, he just picked me up from my house, so I don't know what to do. I, I like brought my little shoes. I should have brought my high tops for, I had like a, just a casual dress to wear on Sunday, but I didn't bring shoes to wear with it, so I probably should have uh, mm. brought like my high tops. I'll just wear these gym shoes, as they call them in New York. See this, is, wow. See, this is nice driving compared to driving through Queens and Brooklyn. You wanna, yeah. Whew, that was intense, that was stressful. Did you ever meet my old, she wasn't my roommate, but she was like my neighbor, Anna, the white girl. So there was Mahina and Ari, and then Anna was our downstairs neighbor. And um, Anna was like, when I met Anna, she was probably, geese. When I met Anna, she was probably like 20 or something. Okay. She was like a baby in my mind. Anna's the best driver I've ever, like, she's the only person I've ever driven with. Where I remember being like, this is great driving. Like, wow. Yeah. She's from Kentucky. So she's just used to Kentucky back road driving. Okay. She, I, I I don't know what it was about her, but she just seemed to have everything so handled the whole time. And I was just like, wow, like you're a good driver, but something about her, she seemed like she drives trucks, like like big ass trucks. I guess you do drive big I trucks. I drive tractors. You <laughs> tractors. That's similar. But we're, top speed is like 22, 23 oh, miles an hour. Okay. Yeah, no, this girl like really, like we were in the dark in the back. She's like, got it, choo choo. 
I was so impressed. And again, she was like 20, and I was like, wow, I was talented. Young. You ever, you ever, <laughs> you ever been in Kentucky? I have been to Louisville, Kentucky. I got sent there at my when I was teaching school. I got school. sent there. <laughs> like a like a exile <laughs> or a punishment. I um I taught. I was teaching preschool there for two weeks because they needed some staff. So they sent me to Louisville, Kentucky. But my friend that I Louisville went with. Louisville is interesting. Yeah. yeah. My they sent me there, and my friend that I went with, she had to like had a family emergency halfway through, so I was stuck in Louisville by myself with no car. And I'm like, cool. I mean, I worked for like a company that had a lot of money, so they paid for me to do whatever I wanted. Yeah. Uber and eat and everything. So. Um, but yeah, it's funny being in Louisville and going to Indiana because I was like, this is not what Indiana looks like from Chicago. Mm. The Louisville, next, I mean, the Indiana next to Louisville is, is very cute. Indiana by Chicago is very uh, gross. Indiana, how do you feel about that? Like, uh, Indiana kind of gets the reputation of being the armpit of the Midwest. The armpit of America. It's not... It's not cute. How would you describe Indiana? I wouldn't, really, when I ever talk <laughs> about Indiana. But if you force me, uh, it's the home of the KKK. Okay. Um, when you go from Chicago, it smells really bad in that direction. Because there's, like... What are those called? Where you put garbage? Landfills. Landfills everywhere. Um, yeah, it's a weird state. It seems really stuck behind a lot of like. It seems like it's stuck in a weird decade. Um, I, I often like when I'm telling people about Indiana on the East Coast, I describe it like I would describe uh, New Jersey, but New Jersey's way better. Like New Jersey's much better than Indiana for sure. But the way that New Yorkers feel about New Jersey is like the way that, like, Chicagoans feel about Indiana. Any Midwesterner feels about it, yeah. uh, Indiana. And I guess, like, Connecticut is kind of like Wisconsin. Like, that's where you have your, like, summer house or, you know. Because everyone that lives here is from. Uh, Who's Massachusetts then? No, I don't even know. Massachusetts would be like. The, the upper the, the upper what's that called like Minneapolis no the upper like part of Michigan <laughs> UP yeah like where where you really go like to your lake house like you have like take okay. a little trip and like your grandma might like you're thinking in terms of like actual nature I'm talking about in terms of like what you would do like it's function in your society and like it's role okay. uh yeah I'm thinking it would be like where your grandma has a summer house I mean not my grandma it's my no but like so we're big we're driving in a uh, New Hampshire licensed oh. plate vehicle. Cute. And it, the motto on the license plate says "Live free or die." Live free or die. Yeah. So what does that mean? Live free or oh, die. Is that like really America? Like that's yeah. what that's what the license plate that's on this I, car says. Is that like an America thing? America. It's, a, it's a New Hampshire thing. Was it like? I always thought uh, Vermont. I thought Vermont was the, like the the like we do what we want. Vermont. Yeah. I thought that's where Bernie Sanders is from. Yeah, I thought I thought that was that, but apparently it's New Hampshire. Wait, what kind of free are you talking about? School bus. Okay, we just passed a vehicle that was literally a taxi with a sign on top that said school bus. It was like picture a taxi, a yellow taxi. That sounds like something Indiana would do. That was so... Like, that bus could only hold three kids. 
which I'm sure we're out in the middle of nowhere, but that was a really weird thing to see. <laughs> Just a car labeled school bus. We're hit, hitting traffic in the mountains. Oh yeah, traffic in the mountains. Rich, go take me to get my nails done. I'll do your nails for you. I can't get the nail polish off or I would have just taken it off. Oh. It's like gel nail polish and you can't, you have to, they use a, they use a, a rotary filer. Really? That's one of those things where you like. Like that, but it's on, like it's a, an electric one and it goes, and it goes like. What, what are the. The long nails that girls make. No, what are the, um, what's it like to get like a manicure like how does that feel and what how does it make you feel when it's you know um, when it's done looking a certain way so I'm a great person to ask about that because this is like the first time in my life that I've ever really been doing it I've been doing this is like the third one I've gotten like the fourth okay. one I've gone my like okay so in New York I don't know if it's a difference of the place or just the difference of the type of people that I meet like I've talked to you about before like I just have different friends than I'm used to having um, but out here, everyone wants to get their nails done. People want to get their butts done. I'm like, I've never met people that like care. This. My friends don't shave their armpits in Chicago. My friends have purple eyebrows. Like, so I'm meeting all these girls that are like, I need my nails, my hair. I'm like, oh, y'all would love wasting money out here. <laughs> and it's girls with some regular ass jobs too. And I'm like, okay, that's okay. It's part of the budget. Look, not it's part of the budget. It's part of the budget. Do it. So I and I didn't. I didn't grow up doing that because I was playing music and I couldn't grow my nails long because I was playing my instrument. Yeah. So now that I'm not really playing music anymore, I'm like, you know what? Let me try it. So last summer I went for the first time, I got a manicure and a pedicure and I almost cried because I don't like people touching me. But I was like, it's okay, no, they're not gonna think, eat your fingers, they're just gonna hold them, okay? And it just like felt gross. I just don't want, I just don't like the interaction of like me looking at a person and like staring them deep in the eyes and like, staring at the floor like I'm not. It's weird. I don't like the interaction. I don't want anyone to do my makeup for me. I just don't. For them, it's like, <laughs> these are incomparable completely, but it almost feels like going to gynecologist. Like, I just don't want that interaction with another person. Like, I don't want you to touch me that way while well, I'm just supposed to pretend so, like you're not. So then this is what, you've done it three or four times? Yeah, now? and I'm enjoying it. I like, it's cute. Um, I don't get like acrylics. Like some girls really sit in that chair for like three hours. I sit there for like an hour and I'm already, my butt hurts. We were having this conversation, uh, some friends on Labor Day, we got together, some old, uh, some old friends from college. And so it's me and another guy and then three women. And the women are going through like all the things they have to do for all these weddings and then someone yeah. has to do make makeup and then they have to pay for the makeup it's like being a woman is so much more expensive and like yeah complicated and i only do half of it so that's the worst part because i'm not even doing i'm not doing hair i'm yeah. not i brought my clippers in the back so when i yeah you got that covered like the thought that people really it's the amount of time that i'm thinking to like get your hair and your nails and I get it, it's like a, you know, time to yourself, but like, I just do not want to sit in a chair getting my hair done for four hours, getting my nails so done for what, three what hours. What do women do for like three to four hours? I spend an hour and I watch MasterChef. Okay. I get through an episode of MasterChef and then the episode's over and I'm like, great, thanks. But some of them just, I don't know, they be on the phone. Maybe they chat with the person and they're cool, but that's a long time. And 
it's just the manicure is like three hours of, I mean two hours of like this is my nails so they just put like basically they just like attach the nail polish they use is basically kind of like plasticky like it's not going to come off with nail polish remover for the most part but some people like get like a whole fake nail put on a whole extension all of this stuff and I'm just like I can't imagine spending what's, time. what's with like uh, why do women put like fake nails on I don't know because they don't think people like it or because they like it I guess but I don't like it I like the comfort of wiping my butt and I don't know how women wipe their butt with claws and I don't get it that's a very good logistical question I don't know how you do I don't know how you do anything I guess the sign of look I don't take out my own garbage because my man does like, it <laughs> I don't know how you take out the freaking garbage with claws. Do you have to like every time you do something, you have to pluck off every single one? No, it hurts like a bitch though when they when they oh, break because it breaks your real nail. Oh, because they're hurts, like super glued on or something. Basically, eh? nail glue, and it really hurts. Like my nails when they get too long, and it'll crack like all the way down here. And now once it's cracked, like you kind of have to just commit to like. So then, why, why even to begin with, are we messing around with like our nails? Why do people do anything? I don't. Rich, I wish that no one did anything. I wish that. I mean, there's a there's a history. People have been painting their nails for years. Centuries. Yeah, it's like so ingrained in human culture. Like centuries, like makeup and putting on things. Probably like more than and, centuries, probably like thousands of years. Definitely, it's just part of human adornment to like. Express oneself. Yeah, to, to bejewel and bedazzle yourself. Yeah. To the same way that, you know, we're not, we don't have feathers or other things like other animals, so we have to yeah. show off our whatever by bedazzling it or. So, so there's these, uh, <laughs> there's these children in the elevator yesterday. So I'm going out to go play basketball and they're going to school. Okay. And these two little girls are wearing shirts with butterflies on them. Cute, like, cute. Are they bedazzled? So I was like, oh, are you really into butterflies? And then the other one was like, yeah, except <laughs> I don't have wings because I'm a human, so I can't fly. <laughs> how do you not, how do people not love kids? They're perfect. <laughs> that is so, I'm a, I'm a human, so I can't fly. That's really precious. Oh man. Kids give the best responses to it. Like literally. That's really good. That's a cute one. <laughs> my favorite thing that happened recently, my um that's a cool building. My friend and I were talking about how like kids just like come up to you and tell you like dumb stuff all the time. And I was teaching three year olds, so like literally everything that they come up to tell you is just like why are you saying that? And my friend and I we were just like giggling. That's like the fun of having a co teacher because it's like me with a bunch of three year olds is like fun, but me with like a bunch of three year olds and my other adult friend it's just like cracking up is much better. <laughs> So we're like, why do kids do that? Like, why do they come do these little silly things? And right when we were in the middle of talking, this kid said, hey, hey, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, bro, why did you come talk that? <laughs> it was the fact that, like, we were in the middle of a conversation about it, and he just walked up and just flapped for us. And we were like, Adrian, please go sit down. Just go sit down. Just go sit down. <laughs> Oh man. But I was thinking, uh, Kids something I really noticed about my niece. So she's two years old. She's my niece. I'm like, what are you My niece. Ah. She's so direct. Yes. 
and I just respect her so much. I'm like, I'm gonna do more of that. Yeah. So I've been more, I've been like more direct, but she just says what she wants. Hey, do you and like then, that? nope. Okay, and then, cool. <laughs> and like, you know, if you ask her something, she either says no yeah. or yes, <laughs> or she'll ask for something and she either gets no or yes. Yeah. And if she gets no, then she'll go to somebody else and try to get the answer yes. It's a, you can learn so much from children. I, I was like, I'm going to do that. <laughs> I think that part of the reason that I love working with kids, in addition to the fact that I feel passionate about it, is that I'm really nervous with adults. And when adults tell me something, I'm like, okay, sorry, I asked. I'm so sorry. Adults, I, have, I mean, children have no problem with boundaries. I... I'm very good with boundaries. I'm very clear, very concise, and I feel in control of the situation when I'm with children. If there was an emergency, I can save the children. Yeah. When there's adults, I'm like, who's an adult here? I need there to be an adult here adult. When I'm the most adult in the room visually, when I'm bigger than all of you, I will protect you all. If some of you look like adults more than me, I'm immediately panicking. So I like children because I feel in control. Now, my I found Rich. I'm working on like, what is my toxic trait, okay? got a few. Here's the one that I think is actually the problem. Okay, so you've identified this one as your toxic trait. I think this is my toxic trait. Okay. My toxic trait is that in any series, in any crises or in any moment where I feel overwhelmed, I immediately respond where I talk to adults like children. Um, because I know how to handle a situation when I'm using my adult voice. Okay. But adults don't like that. And they it's don't. very condescending to them. But if I don't use my clear, direct tone, then I am immediately panicking. So, like, let's say I'm going out with somebody. Oh, my ears are popping. We're up high. Um, if I'm talking to somebody and I don't really like the way they're talking or something, I say, okay, so let's, so here's what we need to do. <laughs> and I will really do that to people. And, then, why? and my mom does it too. My mom is the worst. So, like, I, it's a family thing. My whole family talks to people like they're stupid. And I think that is more of the toxic trait of, like, Part of the reason is, like, I don't get upset with people is because when people are being, like, shitty or stupid, I'm like, it's possible that maybe you're just stupid. Like, and that immediately, I now am no longer stressed. I'm like, you know what? Maybe you're stupid. It's okay. You know what? Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> so then I'm just, and people are like, well, does, but then that makes you feel superior to other people. In this moment, yes, because what you said was stupid. So I'm going to have to just assume you might be stupid at this, and we don't have to talk about it anymore. And that saves me so much stress, Rich. Well, what's interesting too is like children are just so pure and they're so like, it's like a, a painting that can be anything. And then as they get older, then society and rules and there's like this jadedness to it. It's like this boxed in. Instead of like everything is possible, everybody starts influencing saying no you can't do this you can't do that so then yeah. it like limits the brain and the yep. imagination number one i heard that i heard a fun um study of like giving a three-year-old a paperclip or seeing what they can do with it versus like giving an adult a paperclip and seeing what they can do with it and like the amount of things that your brain can like can, um come up with just like limit over time just like the imagination part number two um there's a girl that I follow on Instagram with well, her mom, and she has autism. And like, so people are always asking questions. Oh, why does she chew with her mouth open? Why does she do this? Why does she do that? Oh, you know, why doesn't she understand like please and thank you or whatever? And the mom is like, those are literally just things that humans created. <laughs> There's no actual function for closing your mouth while you're eating, except the fact that people don't like it when you do it. But like, 
Yeah. She doesn't have that. Doesn't. There's no. There's no like. That part of like that. that worrying thing or concerned about like. No, because yeah, like. Yeah. That's not a. That's not. She doesn't. It, there's no important. Social cues have no real importance besides just like, you know, people saying yeah. you should. But if that part of your brain is not doesn't need to do it, then it's like, why would you need to? And I was like, yeah. kids are like that, you know. Like, there's of course they're gonna fart in the middle of like class because that's what people would do if like we weren't allowed to. <laughs> also, being a preschool teacher is dope because you can fart all the time <laughs> and no one cares. You could be like, who was that? <laughs> Does somebody need to go to the bathroom? <laughs> a little about me. Um, but yeah, I like, um, I feel very comfortable comfortable and calm around children. So my new, uh, I got to figure out how to get my, like me and my mom to stop being jerks. I started doing it back to my mom. She hates it. To what? What did you say? I started doing it back to my mom. Because my mom, if I ask her a question, oh wait, what, what, what was the number? You can't read the number over there. You can't see it. Or I'm like, <laughs> and so she asked me a question. I'm like, oh no no no, you're not gonna sass me every day and think you're gonna get answers out of me. You better you better squint. <laughs> oh, how do you spell that? You can't spell. It's Canada. Okay, how do you spell it? Can a da. Okay, mom, could you just spell it? And then the second she wants me to spell something, I'm like, no, you spell armadillo. Good luck. You never met my mom. I think I've met her a couple times. You'd love her. I mean, I don't know if you have, I don't, I can't picture you meeting her, but she's very similar, my girl Carla. Oh, we gotta adjust the, uh, Oh, we're falling. Falling. Now we're gonna stare at the ceiling. Just foreheads. Um, yeah, my mom's a light. She was here for, uh, New York. Yeah, I, I don't know if I've met her or if I've just seen her on your social media. Okay. Yeah, New York was super fun. She like, we went to go see Into the Woods. Oh my God, it was amazing. Where'd you see it? At the play where the, at the place where they show Into the Woods. Hey, I saw Hamilton the other day too. Okay. Um, but Into the Woods was super dope with my mother. We went to the photography museum. Did I go there with you? I don't think so. You would love it. Um, ooh, can I put on the Drake album? Give me three options and then I'll pick one. Just listen to the beginning. It's still, it's another like album, like kind of, why don't you like him? You know why? Tell me. So back in 2019. Oh my God. There's a reason. Okay. <laughs> there is a reason. So I'm a big Milwaukee Bucks fan. Oh and, my God. Uh, so in 2019, the Bucks were the number one seed. And we are in the Eastern Conference Finals. And we were playing the Toronto Raptors. And ESPN, so Drake is just on the sidelines, just like, just like running around, just, just, just being an attention hog. And ESPN is giving him all this like spotlight, and it was just so annoying. And then the Toronto Raptors beat the Bucks and went to the finals and won the finals. And the Bucks should have won. That I said it's all Drake's fault. So then, from that moment, I said I'm not listening to Drake anymore. So then I went, like I think a year and a half without listening on my own accord to a Drake song. But then I like. So now I can listen to it again. You're back. Now I can listen to it. Again. Fine. I just like Woo. explained why I can listen to it. Again. 
Quincy Jones would be the producer and then Michael Jackson would perform, basically. You know, like, it was just like a two-person kind of situation. What about this? What if I explain it this way? Remove pop music from it. But it's all pop, based on what's popular. I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, culturally. Culturally, rap music is today what rock music was in the 20th century. As, like, the medium to express and, like, the voice of culture in a way. I understand. The voice of the young people. Um, I guess. Mm, I don't have strong opinions about that. Like, you don't, you don't today... People don't talk about like rock music and rock bands as pushing boundaries in music or like yeah. like uh, art or language. True. It's pretty much like run its course. Whereas True. like I think rap music, it's like it's still blossomy. Jazz was like that before rock. Yeah. Yeah. That's where all the all the hooligans are. The hooligans were in jazz, and then the hooligans were the, in rock, and then the, now the hooligans are in rap. Is that what you mean? Who's the the? I wouldn't use the word hooligans. The ones which uh, which genre you're not showing? Uh, you know, bringing home to your parents. But I feel like rap music. It's like beyond that point now. Like it's like the like standard in a way. And then there's gonna be something else. What's gonna be? I mean, that's what's so interesting. That's like what that Chuck Klosterman book is about. Christmas tree shop? Whoa. There's a really great Christmas store in Midtown and they just sell Christmas stuff. See, New York is the only place <laughs> in America that these places can exist. I bet you there's some random bumblefuck like town in Pennsylvania that sells just like some old ladies got like Christmas See, but they, they probably rely on like online sales more. Possible. Um, what were you going to say about Chuck Klosterman? Like, think, thinking about what rock music will be perceived as 200 years from now. Okay. Or I think it was 500 years. Which book? But what if we're wrong? I still have to read it. That's a great one. It's at my house. Just, I got, like, it's my like, favorite book. I, I think I started reading it when I was... When I used to go to, like, the teen center, the library, the, the, my teen library, and I was like, I think you'll really like this book, Carlita. Yes, I had a librarian who knew me well. Well, that book wasn't out back then. Um, not that book. Maybe, um... Sex, oh, drugs, and cocoa sex, puffs. Sex, drugs, and cocoa puffs. Yes. That's exactly Carlita, that I think you really like this book. That's exactly sex, it. Sex, drugs, cocoa puffs. Look, Mom, look what I got from the library. What was your favorite cereal? What is your favorite cereal? Hear me out, okay? I like Raisin Bran, but... What? I'm a boring-ass bitch. But, Cracklin' Oat Bran. Have you ever had it? It is, if you want, if you want, if you ate a lot yesterday and you want to not carry that weight around, Cracklin' Oat Bran is the way to go. Now, it will get rid of everything you had going on. Was it like fiber? Yeah. Oat Bran, but so tasty. Very delicious. Um, I also like Lucky Charms, but I only like, I don't like the marshmallows. You don't like the marshmallows? I like the cereal. You're crazy. Yeah, I like old ladies cereal. I'm a big fan of, um, I used, I also like Life. Life is yummy. I like the sugar crystals inside. Um, but I can't eat any of those cereals anymore because they're all wheat. So I eat, uh, Honey Nut Cheerios. Whatever. It's like a, it's like a 
fine tasting, healthier. It's like a healthier sugar cereal. I don't like sugar cereals. Do you like sugar cereals? My favorite cereal is Honey Bunches of Oats. Bangin'. Trader Joe's, uh, like, gingerbread, something, praline, or I don't know. Okay. Something that, uh, cookie, cookie butter ice cookie cream. Cookie butter, yeah. Yeah, that one's good. I like, uh, like, gingerbread flavored stuff. I got some recently, but, um, I didn't like that it was summer and I was eating gingerbread. You're very, very, like, uh into the uh, seasonal seasonal things. That one just felt inappropriate. The smell was very distinct and it really reminded so the, the me of The summer Christmas. is more like Batman bubblegum. No, it's never Batman bubblegum time. <laughs> it is literally never the right time for Batman bubblegum. <laughs> What's the winter for? That's like the gingerbread stuff, right? Okay, okay, okay. okay. Maybe, uh, maybe not peppermint. I'm not really into the Ew. mint flavored stuff. Mint? Okay. People are really into like mint chocolate chip. I never really got into it. Because I'm allergic to chocolate, the smell of yeah, mint so. chocolate is one of the most nauseating smells. I think it is disgusting. I think that's a bit extreme. Also, watermelons. Disgusting. 
also celery and cucumbers. Terrible. But especially watermelon and mint chocolate. I feel like a lot of a lot of basic white girls like cucumber flavored stuff. Oh yeah, we have this cocktail at my job where it's like um, cucumber vodka, muddled cucumbers, Saint Germain, and ginger beer. Refreshing. It just does sound pretty good. It's a nice refreshing drink. Yeah. That cucumber? Yeah, my mom uh, grew some cucumbers in the garden. That's cute. And uh, yeah, I had them so fresh. When they're like, you know, from the garden, just so fresh like okay. that, like every vegetable is fantastic. What's your favorite fruit? What's your favorite vegetable? Uh, I've gotten really into beets. Yeah, sure. Beets are solid. How do you They're have so them? healthy for you. Uh, have what? How do you have them? I boil them, so then they're like really soft, and I put a little salt on them, okay. and some pink Himalayan salt. Oh. And uh, those are really good. Okay. Well, I like sent a video, but I forgot to like listen to what audio was going on. Okay. Every so often, I'm worried that I sent a video and I'm talking about just like penises and <laughs> chaos in the background. Great! Now everyone wants to know I talk about penises. Super. Um. Uh, what were we talking about? Fruit. Fruit, Fruit and vegetables. Okay, beans and what else? Um. You know, when done right, oh, spinach. Yeah. I eat spinach on a daily basis. So I, I guess that probably count. I hate eating carrots. They're gross. Carrots are the most annoying, so I like steam them. Uh-huh. Put a little cinnamon on them. Interesting choice. Yeah. Yeah. You should do it with sweet potatoes then. And carrots. I feel like sweet potatoes are harder to cook or prepare. They take longer. No. No. Carrots are way harder than sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes, you can put it in the microwave like a baked potato. You can literally poke holes in a sweet potato, put it in the microwave for like 10 minutes. Soft. Boil them. I love sweet potatoes. I don't even- Sweet potatoes are great. I just like sweet potatoes. The problem is I don't even like to eat sweet potatoes, but I will hardcore vouch for a sweet potato pie all the time. Perfect fall food. Everyone white wants to talk about pumpkin pie. And I am just, they're like, why would you eat sweet potato pie or pumpkin pie? I'm like, okay. Let's picture this. Two pies with all the exact same seasonings, uh-huh. except one is made out of a pumpkin and one is made out of a sweet potato. Which is more delicious, a pumpkin or a sweet potato? A sweet potato. It's good on its own. A pumpkin is yeah. disgusting. I haven't, uh, haven't had it. Speaking of pumpkins, it was August and already like all the pumpkin flavored stuff was coming out in stores yeah. and like coffee shops. It used to be like an October thing, and now it's then, it, then it moved to September, and then now it's like in August. Well, Christmas starts in October, so we gotta move the pumpkins up to August. Yeah, it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty annoying, honestly. I really like when the seasons stay right where they're supposed to be. I think Christmas should last a yeah. month. I'm good. Why don't why we, do, why do we need to like extract For the money? Always for the money. But then why do people like buy into it then? Because people are not smart and rich. And they're easily impressioned. Yeah. 
time, yeah. If it works, if you make it work, then it works. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. If it works, then it works. Let's go get my nails done. Alright. What if you started just talking to people like that where I don't know the names of the sentence structure things, but you're just like talking to people like Yes, they were very impressed upon. You would sound so much more like sophisticated. Yeah, would I? You gotta lend me your pipe and your cane and I can look cool. I'm bringing back the cane. This Don't fall. bring back the cane. I'm bringing it back. Give me two good reasons. One, it's so useful. Tell me. So I can literally stand anywhere and lean against it and it provides support. And if I get tired or I'm conserving my energy, boom, I can do it just in the right at the end of the sidewalk. Y'all don't got walls in Chicago? That's the thing is I can do it anywhere. And also, like a handrailing when you're going upstairs, uh-huh. I don't need to touch a handrail because I can just use my cane. Why do you really have a cane right? I can also point at things. So I can be like, look at that over there. Look at that over there. I don't support the cane. All right, next. It's a great look. It's fashion. I just don't know. I, I don't know. I've seen some of your other fashion statements, Rich. <laughs> Do I need to remind the people? Wait, what? Are you... <laughs> <laughs> that was before I There's am been who so I am. Many fa- but you always have such strong statements, and they're all like... And I'm, a, I'm this, a bold individual. This will... This... Wait to remind the people about the cane in a couple years. Like, what do you mean? I'm bringing it back. Yeah, I'm gonna do it again this fall. And the thing is, I have to wear it with my jacket, my coat. That's worth my I brown coat. Yeah. Poor beautiful man. <laughs> <laughs> what did Taylor always used to say? Taylor used to say the same shit. Taylor would be like, "Oh, you beautiful." Oh, uh, she's getting married. I know. I saw her a couple weeks ago. Yeah. She doesn't come into the station, right? She stopped at station. Sometimes it'll be like unannounced. She'll just like roll through. Okay, down. Like a hurricane. Okay, classic. As she, as she would. Yeah. I just, I told you, I think it last time, her man's his thing is like Carlton Cave, but I always think it says Carlton, and it cracks me up. <laughs> Stuff. And then Vasily's getting married. When does he get married? I have no idea, but I'm excited about that. Um, Can we talk about this real quick? Wedding planning it seems really exhausting. Yeah, we would both be terrible. Rich, speaking about commoditization of something, I, I've learned that the best way to like do it is to not tell anybody that it's your wedding and just like regularly order things like a normal party because they upcharge up the butt. Yeah. Quite a lucrative market. Yeah. But if you just say, yeah, I'm just having a party with, you know, 50 people. Like, they'll get charged probably half as much. Here's an idea. I create a business recording podcasts, recordings, conversations of people at weddings talking about the couple. And then package it together for the, uh, the couple. That's fine. Boom. That's fun. So then but in the moment, you get, like, spontaneous things. You have a little booth or whatever set up. People can say they're mine. You know, like, how, like, someone dies, then 
that's when everybody says all the good things about yeah. him. Yeah. What if people heard all the good things about him before they died? Yeah, that's true. I feel like that's one of those things that, that people would immediately be like, oh, I could just do this on my phone and they'll set up their tripod and then like... But they won't be able to do it as well as I can. Of course. Exactly. That's the... And, but then that goes back to the budgeting of you already spent, you know, they're all, thousand on a cake. Right. But now you got this cool, cool recordings. People will pay money for all sorts of dumb stuff. And that's something I had to remember in New York. New Yorkers have so much money to spend. Yeah. And I'm like, well, no one would buy that. Like, you know what? I have a friend. <laughs> New York's like... Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I I got I got money. Like they'll just wave it at you. I got a friend in LA, LA too. She here's her job. She um takes people's dogs on hikes because <laughs> people want their dogs to like get out. Do pets are a lucrative market? And have That's fresh air, market. but they don't want to go on the hikes. So she's like, I just go on hikes with dogs. I'm like, what kind of stupid job is this? See, but that's what's cool. Is like. If there's a market for something, you can figure it out and set it up. Yeah. And like with the internet, you can put up a storefront and whatever. You know? Yeah, let me walk your dog hill. Way better than just regular city walking. And now she's got a whole market to herself. That's I'm gonna definitely start, like a California thing. I'm going to start doing, um, here's what I want to do, but I don't know how yet. I really want to just start doing like tutoring for like... I really want to do like in-home consultation for two and three-year-old, like like for like toddler and baby parents, because parents that like, it's really. I realized after my last uh, parent that I dropped, like after my last family that I dropped, I was like, I know a lot more about kids than most first-time parents, because I've encountered many children for a number of years. Yes. Um, and I was been a classroom teacher, so I already know all the materials. I know parents are like, oh, what does my kid need to know? What does my kid need to do? I want somebody to pay me fifty dollars an hour, and I can tell them exactly what your kid needs to do and know. I'll tell you exactly what you need to order and exactly how to do some of Here's I think something about humans: they don't want to have to exert the energy to come up with something themselves. They just want to be told. Heck yes! You think I don't pay extra money for pre-sliced onions? I do. I don't. I want it pre-packaged. I love the process of chopping my red onions. Red onions, that's probably my favorite vegetable. I mean, he used to just eat raw onions. She would come in while I was cooking and be like, can I have some of these? And just eat it. <laughs> and I'm like, ew. Oh. Um, that's cool. It's all about green beans. Green beans, spinach. Only fresh green beans. I like my, them. My mother's garden. Ooh. I like green green beans, spinach, and broccoli are three foods that I can eat uh, in broccoli. any state. I'm, I'm not a fan of broccoli. Why? I'll eat it because it's healthy for me, but like, that's another one of those things, like, it's so annoying to eat. Ugh. Why? There's so many better tasting vegetables. You're a hater. Of broccoli. Cauliflower's weird because it, like, it's so similar to broccoli, but very, very, very different. different yeah. They have very different textures. Everything. I went to this, uh... Brussels sprouts? I've had some good ones. When done right, yeah, I think they're solid. Asparagus too. I've been being this, I've been let down by asparagus a lot lately, so really? I'm over it right now. You know what I love about New York? I think New York is the only place where I order salads because it's like I don't, for whatever reason they like know how to cook really well. Interesting. Like where? Whenever I go out with Joe, when we go out, he's like, you want to get a salad? Salad is what it sounds like. <laughs> he gets really excited, like a little excited. He's like, oh, this one's got like 
quinoa and uh you know what i always think about lincoln station salads lincoln station when we had the kale salad that was my favorite that was good with this with the steak on top we weren't allowed to get steak oh yeah we weren't allowed to get steak employees i'd put chicken on it whenever i wasn't working i would get it yeah okay the kale salad was legit whoever listens to this podcast if you live in chicago and you're not eating at lincoln station I hope the food is the same as when I left, but like we don't have the kale salad because since COVID, uh-huh. then we had to like constrict our like. Oh, okay, okay. I've never in my life had better bar food than Lincoln Station ever. I will it's stand solid. by that. It's solid. All the burgers are good. I really, I loved every single thing about Lincoln Station's food. There was not one item. Our fries are so good. The fries are good. I literally could never decide what I wanted to eat every day. Like right now, I work at a place and I'm like, we we have like seven menu items, and I'm like, I don't want any of these. They're all Lincoln Station. Like I could eat there for the rest of my life. I loved, I loved everything about the food there. Anyway, that's enough about that. I think about it all the time. Lincoln Station was the perfect place. Perfect job. Perfect food. Yeah, that's why I'm still there. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Every time I want to go back, I don't know anybody, so I gotta wait till you're working, I guess. I noticed that about like older people that used to work there, or like were older regulars there. Since they come in, it's like since COVID, this, there's only like a few people. Yeah. I think only like me and Jen that were like. Oh, Jen's are like OGs. Yeah. Are the regulars all still there? Like, like all my best friends. Like, um, uh, Rashad doesn't live there anymore, right? Oh, Rashad? Yeah, he comes in. He'll come in like almost every Friday. Brandon Washington. Yeah, I saw him just the other day. <gasps> my best friend. Yeah. Oh, I miss him. And um, who else would be Brad there? Brad Lyon. Oh my god, I forgot about him. Yeah. Remember when you said it, his face immediately popped up and I yeah. just straight up forgot. <laughs> Whoa, red hair. I know exactly what it looks like, right? Redhead. Or something like that. We shaped that now. Yeah. Oh, whoa. That was funny. My brain like I knew him. Uh, who else? Whatever Sam's happened to that guy who was Sam's friend? The Indian dude. Oh. Yeah, Encore? Encore. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen him in a while, but I... I saw him like maybe six months ago. Okay. Yeah. Have you seen Sam? He lives in Indiana now. I haven't seen Sam in a while. Okay. Yeah, it's quite a community there. That's what's like. It's, what's cool about it is you see, like for me, you see at a local level what community is. Yeah. And how like everybody is important to like keep the culture of that community going and how. Everybody like adds something to the community. Yeah. Um, how much? How much do bartenders make at Lincoln Station? Like on a like on a regular? It's all depends on like the night shifts. On like a Bills game. Bills game. Uh, bartenders make the least amount of money. Oh. But like last night we made like three hundred each. That's solid. Yeah. But it was really busy. Yeah. The servers, they're making hella good money. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, right, because you keep your own tips, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I haven't. I've only been in tip pools in Singapore. 
Yeah, it depends, like, what, what events or what days. Okay. Yeah, my, um, my friend at the place that I'm about to start, he was saying, like, I guess their tipping situation is really strange right now and it needs to get fixed. But he was saying there was a day where three of the servers, or three of the servers made $2,000. I was like, the fact that that, like, each, all like, the fact that that money is even coming in is incredible. Is ridiculous. I don't know how you're splitting it, but, and the, the bartenders are making, like, a thousand. I was like, still? Dang. What? <laughs> that's that New York money. Like, that's what I'm saying. Man. And it's kind of like, um, it's in the West Village, which is like a queer neighbor, like a, like Boys Town. Okay. And so any like gay events or whatever, it's just gonna be packed. Yeah. Which I, it's not as it's not as fun as sports bars, but basically the same concept where it's like, oh, yeah, it's gay it's day. Like, yeah, yeah. Everybody's here, super like. Hell yeah. <laughs> bring them on, and it's just like lit. The only thing that sucks about that place is that it's super narrow. And there's a back room and all the tables are so close and my ass is definitely gonna be in everyone's face just swinging just <laughs> knocking things you'll, over you'll, you'll probably do better that day but. that's what i'm hoping Oops, sorry <laughs> um there's a lot of martinis that they sell here yeah. and the server brings over the shaker and the like and pours it at the table and i was like well oh, why and they're like so you don't have to carry around a bunch of martinis on the train i'm like honestly that's genius because carrying martini glasses is the worst. Why are you looking at the map like that? Because I switched up the locations. So instead of going to the place where we're going to be tonight, that's where I had the original directions. I put it in for the hotel. Oh, oh, oh. Because I, I first wanted to just get out of the city. Okay. But now you're set into the hotel. Yeah. Isn't this nice driving? There's like hardly any traffic. I like, like really enjoy... It's not like... Again, right in the city at 2 in the afternoon on a Friday. True. Again, I don't care because I'm not in the driver's seat, so literally yeah. I'm having the same fun no matter what. Yeah, I, I was an Uber driver in Chicago, so I'm used to, like, traffic, but, like, this is something else. And also with, like, a rental car, and I'm, like, paranoid they're going to, like, charge me for any any little brush. No. True, I get anything it. Anything on it. Oh, you didn't read it in the paperwork? <laughs> no, I just wanted to get in the car and go. <laughs> Well, you really should read it, you know, if you're going to sign it. <laughs> this reminds me of uh, Wisconsin a little bit. Wisconsin has, uh, becomes very hilly. It's very beautiful. Yeah. I, um, you, you haven't been to California yet? I have. I really enjoy California. Ew. I personally hate it, but I feel even like. Why would I love it? Because it's like slow, and you can just. I know. I'm not. I'm not. Sit down and. No, I'm more like. Write in your journal. Scratch that. I'm all about like energy. Okay. That's why I'm still able to like. Be going because okay. it's like, or hardly sleep last night because I know I'm going to New York. I'm gonna get so much energy when I'm in the city, and then all the people I'm gonna be around, I'll have energy. I won't need a lot of sleep. I think you'd really enjoy the open space. There's like no. Not... Here's here's my thing. I'm I'm looking into snowbird locations. What is the word you're saying? So snowbird. A on the ground. Uh, what does that mean? Snowbird is like, you know how birds leave the north during the winter yeah. for like somewhere warmer. Mm -hmm. So it's like 
Chicago winters, spend some time oh, in yeah. warmer areas. Mm -hmm. So I've been scouting locations, Miami, and uh, I did Southwest, okay. Southwest in uh, Arizona, Vegas. I like the open space of Arizona and like the Southwest. Okay. The water scarcity to me oh. is like frightening. Okay. I don't. I don't like that. It's being in the middle of a dry. Yeah. All conversations that you're having is like about water scarcity. Okay. Not cool to me. Yeah. Uh, but I do like the openness and the you know the grand formations and things like that. But like. I prefer Miami over it because, okay. like, the energy and the culture and just the vibrance. Miami? The energy, yeah. I think I would hate Miami. Well, you, you don't know unless you go. I won't know. Oh, you went there? Yeah. Well, there, you guys could have invited uh, me like and I would have come. Um, I went solo this last time. Nice. What's the name of the city we're going to right now? Livingston Manor? Okay. Livingham Manor? Something. surprised there's a bald black girl there than like your dress I'll just ride with that <laughs> I'm gonna wear sweatpants and everyone will be like oh my god look goodness um yeah I'm excited for the fashion show the GQ fashion show apparently um this is like Joe is the most thoughtful individual that I know and everything is very like intentional and specific and like he so really he puts a lot of effort into the details in hopes of like people having a great experience, a great time. I I I I like that. Right. I do that, but like at a regular like outing to a pizza restaurant, and people are like Carlito, you know, why do you care where everyone sits? I'm like because it matters for the flow it of matters. conversation. It's like all those little things matter, and uh, <laughs> and also too like he, you know he works for a high-end sneaker company in Soho. Oh. So you can, like, you can get an idea of just, like, the fashion and the, uh, the vibe and the ambiance that, uh, 
be here. But you know, I was I was telling him because we were talking about the wedding, and he was like, you know, just he just hopes everybody has a great time and it goes well. And I'm like, here's the main thing: like my little sister and her wedding is the best wedding I've ever been to, and it was. The reason I feel that way is because you could feel the love there. Yeah. There was just so much love in the room and the environment. And really, that's that's what matters most. Definitely. And he has that. And all the people that are going to be there have that. So it's... It's going to be dope. He doesn't have to worry. Yeah. I um, we were watched uh, what was the show. It's not called... I don't think I'm talking about Bridezilla's, but there's another show. It was like a budget wedding show. Okay. And I remember the first episode. That sounds fun. <laughs> so stressful. Some of the episodes are so beautiful. Like the best episode was like this couple in Alaska, and everyone from their small town came out. You know, the local um, florists brought flowers. Like everyone yeah. was like contributing this like nice community wedding. And then there was one where it was like nobody wanted to come to the wedding. <laughs> they couldn't get any of the decorations. The lady was like, oh, you can't have outside, you can have inside. Her mom wouldn't come to the wedding, like... See, that makes great TV, great that, drama. It, really, it was like, I think those probably those two episodes were the same, like on the same episode, too. So. Nice. <laughs> it was the one lady, like, nobody loves us and they don't want to go to our wedding. And she's like, yeah, everyone from our community showed up. And I was like, oh, no. We feel so loved. We feel so <laughs> Like, that stuff is so stressful to me. Goodness. Well, this is why me and Rich could never get married. We couldn't do any of this planning. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> what are you looking forward to? I think just the, the people being, again, like, his bachelor party was, like, one of the coolest experiences because everybody there just brought something. Everybody was just themselves. They bring themselves and, like, just that, you know, being yourself adds to the environment and the occasion and the event. So I'm excited to see everybody again and also just like kind of check out how Joe's wedding will be because I know he's so thoughtful in all the details and everything that he does. Yeah. So it's gonna be yeah. him. Woo! To be Woo! continued. <laughs>